T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And we have an interesting episode this week, one that Patrick is very, very excited about. I'm really excited about this. And one that I am excited to learn more about. And uh, it's not exactly what you think based on what we're saying. And if you listened last week, then you already know what we're talking about. But we'll get to it in a second. We're going to be talking Portland Beer Week, which starts tomorrow, tomorrow. The day after this drop. So if you're listening in the future, it's from uh, June 7th. To the 16th. 16th is Portland Beer Week with all sorts of events. So we'll kind of dive into what some of the events are and what you can expect during Portland Beer Week. And it's all that kind of stuff coming up here in a minute. You can find us all over the podcast world. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com, Stitcher, and Omni. Remember, that's the thing that I found a couple weeks ago. You can hey. find us on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PDD085 on Instagram. And i uh, been getting more of these. Hopefully you have as well. Uh, saw someone drinking a dry Irish stout from Ninkasi on Twitter. Ninkasi. So people sending your beer that you are drinking, uh, appreciate it. Also, um, I think it was Kyle was the listener. He sent me, he went to Wolves and People in Newburgh and uh, suggested yes. that we go down to Wolves and People, that it was a very interesting, cool place to go have a beer because it's kind of just- It's like in a bar. A barn. Yeah. In the middle of Newburgh. Yeah, so, you, you will hate their beer, Mike, but we should totally go. Well, I, I will be open to trying everything, and I have in- my history enjoyed a couple of sours and farmhouse ales that have surprised me. So All right. All right. maybe I Let's will enjoy it. it. I don't know. But I also feel like drinking that kind of a beer in a farm environment makes it taste better, right? Definitely. <laughs> it's like that's what fits the farm yeah. is that style of beer. The uh, the cow pies uh, actually being there, drinking it and tasting it will enhance the bacteria that goes into these wild fermentation beers. Ew. Why? Oh, man, that's just kind of how it is. Cow poop is in the beer? That's what you're saying? Well, if you open ferment, you're letting kind of anything into it, aren't you? Oh, boy. (laughs) Now you're making me more nervous about going Ah! there. (laughs) I was actually kind of excited. Uh, Quickly, our week in beer before we dive into Portland Beer Week. Uh, My week in beer was mostly Saturday, which was spent drinking with you from about 11.30 a.m. until maybe 8. Eight yeah. or so. I stopped it at right at halftime of the Timbers game that we went to. Uh, the I had a Pliny the Elder, which was at Bridgetown Beer House. Yep. There was also a brewery there that I cannot remember the name of. Apologies. I think it was in California. They had a double stuffed Oreo stout. Oh, yeah. Who made that? That tasted just like an Oreo. Who made that? I, I, I didn't actually get an entire thing because it was 12%. And it was 11.30 in the morning, and I went, I'm not starting that high. And then I had a Pliny of the Elder, which was 9%. So I was like, hey, that's a 3% difference. Just lower it. Uh, But I did have a little sample of it just because I was curious. Oh, it was Prairie Artisanal from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, that's Oklahoma. Okay, sorry. Prairie Artisanal. Well, it was a double-stuffed Oreo stout, and it was 
actually really, really good and tasted just like an Oreo. It was just not what I needed at 1130 <laughs> in the morning for my first beer. Uh, also, that was where I discovered this was out of California, Beechwood Brewing. Yes. Which uh, we had a Citraholic IPA, and then there was another IPA that we had from them. Alphadelic. Alphadelic. And- no, Amalgamator. Okay. Sorry, Alphadelic is a Hop Valley beer. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, that sounds familiar. The uh, I didn't try, actually, I did try the Citra one the other day, but I tried the Amalgamator with you at the bar. Both very good. Very good. Really, beers. really high quality beers mm-hmm. from Huntington Beach, California that I'd never heard of before or seen before. So I don't know if they're new on the scene or just new up here in Portland, but I really enjoyed those. Their uh, labeling is really fresh. It's like really slick and clean. It stands out. And yeah, if you are like if you like IPAs, they're making great stuff. They had a double IPA that I didn't get into um, just because I don't really drink a lot of double IPAs, but they had that up. But last round when we got their stuff, we got the Amalgamator and the Citraholic and then Sim Coast to Coast, mm. which was awesome. Uh, unless you don't like Simcoe, then you would despise that beer. Uh, but a really cool, really fun and nice to have not only fresh, but like fresh in terms of like how old it is. Uh, beers from California that are classic West Coast clean, yes, see through IPAs. Yes. Uh, we may have also tried a sampling of our beer of the week this week. Yes. Which I will warn you now. We will be disappointed in again two weeks in a row. We know this, but we're doing it as beer of the week because, well, it is the beer of the week. Yep, that's and why. probably the beer of next week and the beer of the week after that, and probably the beer of the month. Actually, is probably what we'll say. It usually is. So we'll we'll bring that in, and you probably can guess what it is based on that tease right there. But uh, just know that both of us did not quite enjoy the first taste that we had on Saturday, and also we went to the Timbers game, which Providence Park. Really cool. Super nice. The concourses were all renovated. All mm-hmm. the concession stands and beer stands were renovated. Uh, I had a couple of Freem Golden IPAs, I yeah, think. I think uh, I did too. Is what I chose there. The options, I'm not sure if they were better or worse than they used to be. There was uh, about like six beers that you could choose. That, that's about it. Um, the, I mean, Widmer's a big sponsor there, so they always have Widmer. Fort I, think George there were is, two, I think there were two Widmer beers on Fort tap. George has been in there since day one, since before there were the craft beer bars when everywhere was just Widmer. They used to have one tiny little Fort George stand. Uh, so they're usually in there, and Cider Ride, I th- oh, no, it's Two Towns. I think Two Towns yeah, is the official towns. there, but I think there's some Cider Riot at... Uh, well, there was a cider stand that we were near, but we went to Axe and Rose, which is... Where I buy my beer. But I wonder if there's other options at the other <laughs> oh, concession Oh, at, at Double Post, maybe? Yeah, there might be other beers there. Yeah. But either way, they did have Freem. Uh, the Golden Ale was really, really solid. And they usually do have Freem, whether it's one of their you know seasonal IPAs or it's their Pilsner. So if you're a Freem fan... Uh, Providence Park's always going to take care of you. So that was my week in beer. It was actually, it was all in one day. And I really, after that day, I took a little break. I had like one beer a day from that. But I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have, I'll have this. I tried the Worthy Strata IPA, which was good. Uh, oh, I still haven't had that. That's the one that won Best IPA, yeah, right? I can't, or I think it got a silver, but I can't find it. And I want to drink it. I found it at Albertsons, so God. just look look harder. <laughs> uh, it was it was solid, so I had that, and uh, yeah, that was my week in beer. How about, I mean, your week in beer was similar yeah, to my week yeah. in beer. Yeah, I spent all Saturday with you, so uh, everything Mike said, repeat. Um, Sunday was my birthday. Happy so, belated thank birthday. Thank you, sir. And so I went to, uh, I went over to the Couve and hung out with some with some of the folks over there, stopped in at Lewitt for a pint or two. Um uh, I think I had two pints. Yeah, some good stuff at Lewitt. Um, I love squeezing in down there. Plus, it was a gorgeous day, so the patio was nice. And then 
I, yeah, that was the end of that day. But the coolest thing I did with my week was on Monday, I had a manager meeting at Ye Old Slabtown. Okay. So I normally bartend at Ye Old Milwaukee. So I had to take my, I got my shift covered to go to the manager meeting and we got done. And with a friend and a designated driver, I was able to compete what I'm calling the, complete what I'm calling the breakside trifecta where I drank a four a full four-ounce taster of every beer on draft at all three locations oh, in you, one day. You jerk. Yeah. I wanted to do that with you. I know. You it happened at, at the point. last minute. I will do this whenever you want because I realize it's not that difficult. Oh. Yeah. No repeats, so I didn't have to drink, like, Breakside IPA three times. Well, and you're only having a taster. It's only four-ounce taster, but it's eight beers, and there were four different oligarchs on tap between the three locations. Four times four is 16. That's a pint of bourbon barrel-aged stout. Mm. And I felt pretty good at the Delicious. end of it, to the point where I drank half a Stay West after it. <laughs> half a pint of Stay West. Well, you were at that lubricated point where you were fine. You are like, I could do this. Yeah, and I had some buffalo chicken nachos at Deacon. It was awesome. I will do this anytime you want, Michael. Those buffalo chicken nachos, man. Are dank, 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 dank. so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we talked about this, I think, at the way beginning of the podcast, because it was something that you had brought up as something you could bring a bunch of people to do, mm-hmm. as long as you had a DD, of course. It, it happened last minute. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to exclude you. It's okay. You don't. I couldn't have done it on a Monday anyway. I would have been here at work. <laughs> <laughs> so that, it's fine. I understand. But uh, I might have some friends coming to town in July, and maybe that's something we could all do at the same time. Be fun. Um, all right. Portland Beer Week begins tomorrow, Friday, June 7th, and it goes until whatever June 16th is next Portland Beer Week, Wednesday, eleven days. Yeah, well, that's there's a lot of beer in the city, so it's got to go eleven days. I have not really learned much about or seen many events in my past eight years here for Portland Beer Week. I just probably haven't been paying very much attention, or I wasn't into the craft beer world quite as much as I am when doing this podcast. So please explain to the common folk out there, like me, okay. what what does Portland Beer Week mean, and what what can you do? What are options for you during the week? And a half of beer. Well, it's it's very similar to, you know, like, you know, Burger Week or Pizza Week. We just did Pizza Week, right? I think Pizza Week happened a couple weeks ago, something like that. Sure. Where all these pizza places in town have crazy specials on pizza slices and crazy different pizzas they're coming out with. And they're all really mediocre. I mean, they're really good. <laughs> uh, that's that East Coast in you, right? You're still not on the Portland Makes Good Pizza train. I have found a couple of places that make good pizza in Portland. And I think you told me one, and I was like, I don't really like their pizza. Yeah, but <laughs> it's because I'm looking for an East Coast-style slice. Yeah, you want New York. And I've stopped really trying for that, because anytime I've had that, it's always been like, eh, it's not got, the same. Got to get that Detroit style, man. That's the jam right now. Anyway, well, anyway, we digress. So it's kind of like Pizza Week, where everybody's doing all this crazy stuff, and people are snobs just like you were there in a second. And beer is the same kind of way. There, every brewery is trying to do something there, whether it's a, a tasting event or a pairing or a seminar or all this different stuff. There's all these different kind of events going on around town. And it's almost like you can just pick your favorite brewery, say, I like ecliptic and go on their website. And there's like, oh, there's a crazy ecliptic thing going on next Friday. So you can kind of just pick your poison and see what's going on. Or you can bounce around town and go to a bunch of different stuff. The I mean, only problem I have with bit it being during the week is that we're all working well yeah but i mean a lot so of this... it's tough every day to commit to go to a craft beer thing right well, but a lot of this stuff starts at like five and goes till like nine so you have time it's not like in the day True. It's, it, a lot of it 
It's not like we're doing this really cool thing at one o'clock on a Tuesday. You know, it's like, no, nah, no, nah. you know, it's all accessible because, you know, the general population has, you know, traditional hours. I do not. So I don't get to participate in a lot of this stuff. I but, don't really have traditional hours either. Yeah. So. But uh, there is tons of stuff going on everywhere. And it, it's usually pretty cool. It's just a nice, great celebration of the hard work we do in this town and the, the, the massive amounts of love people have for craft beer. So basically, it sounds like if you were looking for an excuse to try a different brewery or go back to an old favorite or to come into the city and hop around with a DD or Lyft or Uber, then this is the perfect week and a half to make that commitment because there yeah. are options for you to try interesting things, too. From all these breweries, they're going to probably, I'm, I'm not sure they're, well, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if people are doing beer releases with this. but Some people are. But there's yep. probably a lot of good, unique, limited release stuff that's going to be out there. Yeah, and if anything, if you're like a Barrel Age fan, I, bet, I guarantee you a lot of these breweries are going to like pull some stuff out of the closet. You know, some old stuff they've got and put it on draft that you haven't seen. Be like, oh my God, that's on draft. I gotta have that. Like 2014, yeah, barrel age, yeah. something. Things like that. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's it's built for all of you guys. And and a lot of it's still family, you know, fun oriented too. You can still bring your kids to some of this stuff. Uh, so, this is exciting. So, what is happening that excites Patrick Harris? Well, I kind of looked through some stuff and some of this stuff excites me, but some of this stuff is just good knowledge for you guys as well. Uh, Loyal Legion is basically the official beer bar of PDX Portland Beer Week. So, if you have not been there, again, I think we said this in the OBA episode, I suggest going there. It is a really cool really beer cool bar spot. with a ton of options. Mm -hmm. And they've got whiskey and, and, other, and other sorts of spirits, so if beer's not your thing. You and know, food. And food. So if beer's not your thing, but you're with people that like beer, that's a cool spot to go. So they're doing stuff all week. You know, they have they have specials, new beers going on, blah, blah, blah. You can cruise in there basically at any time from the 7th through the 16th and get something cool. I think that, I figured that was worthy of a shout out. Loyal Legion's a great spot. It is a great spot. Um, another thing that's going on all week that really has caught my attention that I want to try to make it to is uh, Function PDX, which is over on 23rd, uh, kind of kind of just a little south of the, the breakside down there. Uh, Berlick is going to do their super secret beer club pop-up, which obviously isn't very secret no. since we all know about it and it's on the internet. Um, so they're going to be that's there. That's probably the joke. Yeah, right. They're going to be there all week doing stuff. There's an, there's an IPA can release going on in a few days, I think early next week. Um, if you haven't had Berlick... I mean, their locations are great. You should still go to those. But if you haven't had Berlick, we are big fans of Berlick. Berlick are friends of the show. And if you're more of a west side of the city person, then this would be a great chance mm -hmm. to go try Berlick because you're not going to get that on the west side normally. Yep. And Function PDX is a cool little spot on 23rd. And, you know, Rick and Ben will be there. Uh, I figure a ton of it. And and Nick and Eldon and all those awesome dudes over there at, at Berlick will probably be swinging by at some point too. So... That's one that really excites me just because I like Berlick. I want to support them. And if they're coming out with new beers, I want to I want to taste new beers. I feel like Berlick's a brewery that really is in still kind of in the beer, craft beer drinker, heavy drinker category and not the casual craft beer drinker right. category. So if you're more of a casual craft beer drinker listening to the podcast and you've heard us talk about Berlick and it's been in the back of your head, again, like we said with Loyal Legion, it doesn't have to be this week. All of this week would be a perfect time to do it. Uh, try Berlick's beer. It is really solid, classic, some old school, some new school beer that has mm -hmm. all been quality from what we've tried. And they're really nice people. They have a hazy that I like. 
Yeah, I think Isn't we both wild? tried it, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh so that's cool. And and I, you know, I'm 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 a schlep for the Barrelick Brewery. So uh I'm looking forward to that. Some other cool things we did, you know, are in the brews. We have the Mickler is coming to the old Burnside. They're doing a pop-up on Saturday from four to nine. I'm sure that is going to be a zoo. I imagine we were talking about how crazy that place is going to be when it opens. This will give you a preview of how crazy that place is going to be when it's open. They're are they big. actually using the restaurant as the pop-up, or are they just going to be like in the parking lot? I don't know. Because they, they do have a little parking lot right out I front I think there. it's in the parking lot. Okay. So they must just be setting up some taps and things like that and just letting people drink. That's, so That's interesting, too, yeah. So if you want to really kind of check this out, there's there's that for you. Um, Monday night, I'm a little disappointed I can't go to this just because I always want to know, and there's always these ones that you never hear of. Uh, at Bailey's Tap Room downtown, uh, they're doing the New Oregon Brewery Showcase, and there's a meet and greet. And I feel there's so many times with breweries popping up everywhere, there's this little brewery that can't distribute anything, and they're out in Montevilla, and I don't live out there or ever go out there, so I've never heard of it. And this is a really cool opportunity for you able to see those and meet the people behind them. I wonder, so there's a place where well, this is not solid yet. Uh, my wife is just getting back today, actually, from a, a week and a half in New York City. Um, but we were trying to go out on Saturday, and we might try the new Deep Space Brewing in Hillsboro. So I have no idea what that is. And I wonder if they're going to be there. Yeah. I actually met the guy who, one of the guys there at OBAs, I saw it on his shirt, and I was like, hey, you guys are opening in, in Hillsboro, right? And, um, yeah, so I, we might be going out there this weekend. Cool. And uh, that'll be a good thing to talk about next week as well after going out there. So, But they might be there. Just that kind of place, the small place that you haven't heard of that just yep. opened up or maybe is part of another restaurant and they maybe have like five or six of their own beers that they're they're just starting. That'd be a great place to meet them if, if they have committed to going there. Yeah, so check that out. That's on Monday night. Um, and then, let's see, it's Wayfinder's birthday on Sunday? Say what? Year uh, three, four? I think it's year three. Two, three? Second birthday? One, two, three, four. Oof, I actually don't know that. They just It's like one of those breweries. They just showed up and you just ex- assume they've been here forever. Well, they showed up and they were amazing, but yeah. they are fairly new. Yes. So it's their birthday on Sunday, and they're also doing, if you like burgers, Mike, I know you like burgers, Wednesday is, uh, they're doing a competition. They're calling it the Burger Brawl. Them, Stormbreaker, Freem, Von Ebert. So if you like those guys, couldn't it be a worse day to do that for me? But <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is true. But uh, but there's that for you. And then uh, the two that I'm really excited about because I'm a music freak. Um, Ecliptic is doing Brewers and their bands uh, outside their place on next Friday, featuring people from Double Mountain, Breakside Ruse, Cider Riot, uh, John's John's John. So of course there's going to be you know a jam house band basically with people. Jumping in down there, that sounds really cool. And then uh, Breakside's ending the beer week with their now annual, I guess, block party uh, at the Deacom location, the Woodlawn Block Party. Um, I will be there all day. So if you want to come say hi, you can come say hi. You'll be playing. Music. Yeah, my band's playing there, too. I was going to say, so, you don't leave that out. Well, yeah, but I'll be there from start to finish. A little, little humble brag there. Your, yeah, your band humble. is playing. The band's playing there, and there's a DJ as well, and there's going to be like 30 different Breakside beers um yeah like i said i'm gonna be there all day so if you guys are listening if you want to if you want to meet and drink some beers and bs about some stuff i'd i'd, what I'd love day to meet you out there is that that is next saturday okay the 15th the 15th okay um yeah so all i'll right. be out there for that 
the the thing about this that I think is really interesting is how you plan to tackle this if you are just a regular person wanting to do this. Because obviously, when the beer is flowing, you got to be safe. So either you find a spot that has a lot of breweries and you walk, right? And I right. Th- I think of the the Pearl area there where you've got the Backwoods and the Deschutes and the Von Ebert and the Ten Barrel all within like a block of each other. You could go and park there and then wander around and and have a bunch of beers. Obviously, Lyft is easy. Um, or you can just go to one of these block parties that you're talking about. Ecliptic having a bunch of those breweries there at once. You can just go to one spot on Mississippi. Yep. And if you're over there, you could even scoot over to Ex Novo, which is fairly close. Mm-hmm. And uh, or if you Storm go Stormbreakers up the road, right, literally up the road. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. And then not a ton out by Decom for Breakside. So if you're going to the Woodlawn Block Party, you're going to the Woodlawn Block Party, you're hanging out with us. But uh, if you that seems like a great a great way to tackle it if you want to go try a bunch of different places. Or I guess if you want to do the Berlick thing, you got Slab Town right next door, mm-hmm. um, and you can do the Berlick pop up shop up the street. Yep, there's a McMinimans over there, a couple McMinimans over there if you the want to include. Over that, there too. There's a Kells. So the McMinimans bottle shop is right around there too. That is true. Yeah, there's three. I think McMinimans all on 23rd. There's the Rams Head. There's the bottle shop, and then there's one that's on like 21st, kind of over by Rams Head. Um, anyway, so that's the way I would try to tackle it if it was me. Find one space that has multiple locations near it, or one party that has multiple breweries breweries in it, and uh, try to tackle it that way because it's a lot. It's that's a, a lot. lot of events, and if you're trying really hard to get to a lot of them. You're going to be really, really hungover at the end of the week. <laughs> there is another, and tired. There is another aspect to Portland Beer Week, and this is actually one of my favorite, and I think it's probably the more underrated of it, and I can always only get to go to one of these, but there is an educational side to this, as you and I like to deem ourselves as educators for the people. Uh, I, found there four, I found four different seminars going on throughout the week. Um, that all look extremely, extremely interesting. So um, I'll just try to run through them real quick and let you guys know these are all ticketed events, and a lot of these will sell out. Um, So make sure you jump on them. They do have an admission to get in, but almost all of them come with a free beer or a bunch of tasting from some crazy barrel-aged stuff. And I also just... can't imagine the price is all too high. No, no, no. It's not too bad. There's one. There's a couple on here that are exp- that are expensive quote unquote but you'll understand why um let's see this this sunday june 9th from 7 to 9 p.m at migration the gleason location uh there's a future of the craft seminar um i will just read this blur real quick the seminar will consider the state of the industry which is being bounced around by changing consumer demand increasing competition flat or declining growth hostile distribution systems corporate buyouts and even cannabis where does the industry go from here um, it'll be a panel of Tony Roberts, who's a co-director of the Brewers Guild, Sam Holloway, uh, Ben Edmonds from Breakside, Ben Parsons from Berlick, and uh, Jason Flint, who is a beer writer. Tickets are 12 bucks, and you get a migration beer. Dope. I'm cool. in. I'll be there. So, again, another spot. You want to hang out? I'll drink beer with you and hang out. Another one at Function PDX, where the Berlick pop-up is, is the Branding Bunch. Here's a story. And it's basically... Um, the marketing insight and brand managers on how to develop your brand from social media to point of sale. Kind of like when we sat in with Jeremy from Brewery Branding. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people that are going to be there from there. People from from Pelican, Level, Freem. Uh, so go check that out. Again, 12 bucks. And Those a are three beer. great brands. Of course. That's, that's a great panel to go to. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. 12 bucks and you get a beer. And it's Barrelick beer. So there you go. Uh, and then the two big ones that usually sell out that people go gaga for is the Barrel Aged Beer and Whiskey Seminar. That'll be at House Spirits on Thursday. 
Uh, they're 35 bucks, but you get to sample two barrel-aged beers from each brewery that's there and single malt whiskeys from Westward. You're getting uh, Ben Edmonds again from Breakside, Matt Linscom and Matt Lincoln from Fremont, which should be really, really cool. And Andrew Tice is going to talk from House Spirits. So that's a really cool one you want to go to. Similar to that, uh, on Friday, there's the Sour and Wild Ale Seminar Cool Ship Edition at the new Von Ebert uh, Sean Burke's going to be there, who is a former Commons guy who runs that ship out there. Ha ha, joke, ha ha. Uh, so he'll be there. People from DeGard. Uh, looks like Shopee's going to be there from Logston. He's a real fun dude. And Garrison from Block 15 will be down there. So that's another one that's 35 bucks, but you're going to get tastings from DeGard, Logston, Block 15, and... That's usually stuff people go gaga for. Those are some great events. And it's all educational, too. So it's it's like the cool, in my opinion, the cool side of PDX Beer Week. because you Most people are just going out to drink. Yeah, yeah. It's but like you can fun also and celebrate and drink. But yeah, yeah I like these because I want to learn. And, you know, I've been, I've been to stuff. I've been to some of these before in the past. And the panels are always really well done. And there's usually Q&A at the end. And you get up close and personal with, you know, some of the best minds in this in this town. Well, that sounds awesome. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem is that it's almost really overwhelming when you when like, you when you like, present everything. I'm I feel like, like I just ran a marathon. I'm like, <sighs> okay, I, I, I want I want to do everything, but you can't because right. it, it's impossible. It's unless you are currently unemployed and have a lot of money and free time, then you can do everything if you want. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but um, dude, we oh should God. just skip radio on Wednesday and do something. Yeah, that's probably not going to go over well. Why not? But, um, I'm sick. <laughs> I got the black lung pipe. I've got the brown bottle. The burger brawl, dude. We could go to Wayfinder. I know. That does sound really fun. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of stuff. It's very overwhelming. So pick and choose wisely. Yeah. Uh, but that's cool. I, I I really didn't know much about Portland Beer Week outside of just my assumption that breweries had beer releases and events. But that's a lot of cool stuff that you just brought up. I, I think what's interesting about craft beer in this city is it's been around long enough and there's enough competition and creativity now where these events are interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not just like go to X brewery, they have special beer, here's a taster tray for less money. Right. Go to next brewery, they have a beer, here's a t- there's cool things going on mm-hmm. because the tentacles of the craft beer world have spread so much in the city and have really kind of planted their roots so deeply in it that you can bring musical artists in and everyone's friends with each other and you can yep. have multiple breweries in at one place. That's really cool. I yep. like that. That's it's exciting. Just, it's also Pride Week. Um, and so that's going to be real fun. And Fleet Week, isn't it? And Fleet Week. Um, it's going to be fun with Pride Week going on. Uh, I don't really know much about Fleet Week. I'm not really a military guy, although thank you for your service. Uh, but Pride Week and Portland Beer Week happening at the same time is going to be really fun because those are two two groups of people that support each other very, very and much. notoriously party hard. And notoriously party hard. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, get my pride on during Beer Week, too. Cool. Well, there's your Portland Beer Week episode. If you go to any of the events, let us know on social media, a la the beer pictures you've been sending us. And uh, I'd be really curious to see what you think about the various events, if you do go, that you choose to go to. Yeah, if you go to, please let us know. And if Mike and I are free, maybe we'll swing by and, and say hello and do stuff with you. Yes, absolutely. So let us know on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PDiddy085 on Instagram. All right, coming up next, the much-anticipated beer of the week, which is the beer of the month. And it is the beer of the month every single year. And uh, there's not one, there's not two, but there's three ways that you could drink the beer. Um, All right, out of the can, out of the glass, and with your hands. <laughs> this is going downhill quickly. There's 
Okay, that's next. Beer of the Week. Bye. Beer of the Week time here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And we are not drinking this with our hands as much as maybe that would be funny to do. (laughs) We were going to drink this out of a glass and pour it from a can into the glass. It is the three-way IPA from Fort George, which is a yearly release with two other breweries. This year, it is with Cloudburst and Ruse. Um, It is a hazy, which it was last year as well. And the year before. And the year before. Patrick and I have tasted this. We will discuss more at length once we pour and sip. Uh, Not our favorite. Nope. Not our favorite, but we'll try again. Maybe it'll be different this time. I don't know. Um, Probably not. But Patrick wants to talk three-way IPA first before we dive into this year's beer. Yeah, three-way IPA is is just a really cool thing. It's something we've looked forward to. We look forward to every single year. Um, The first one I ever had, which might be the first one I don't remember off the top of my head, was uh, Boneyard Block 15. Um, Everybody, we still talk about that beer to this day, even though... We haven't had it in five, six years, but everyone's like, you remember that Boneyard Block 15? Oh, that one was so good. Uh, really enjoyed that one. Other ones over the years, Freeman, Georgetown, um, Barley Brown and Melvin was a really good one. I remember that one and really liking that one. And then they went the hazy route. There was Great Notion and Rubens. And then last year was Holy Mountain and Modern Times. And this year is another hazy with Ruse and Cloudburst. So last year's I didn't, dislike actually i remember having it and mm-hmm. being surprised by how much i enjoyed it we had it at we uh, had it Cerveza. at cerveza episode five bottle shops where i brought it in and you went mike no mm-hmm. no and i was like what i tried this at home it was actually pretty solid and this was before i knew your true hatred of hazies yeah and before i found out i really didn't like them either <laughs> but i actually i actually enjoyed last year's beer mm-hmm. for the in terms of the three-way um i like that they do the collaborations it's really 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 neat that they get the, it's kind of like the Port- Portland Beer Week. It's a good time to do mm-hmm. this because it fits everyone collaborating with these events. It's cool that they do this every year and they get good big breweries too. Mm-hmm. And they've started to snag people, snag one of them local and one of them from Seattle. Um, so that's really cool. It's giving us exposure. Like I've never had a Cloudburst beer before. Um, You've heard of them though. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know all about them, and I'll chat about them a little later on in the when we when we get to drinking the beer. Uh, and like last year. Um, people don't really know a whole lot about Holy Mountain, and you don't really associate Holy Mountain with IPAs, so that was fun to get them in on that. The year before is Rubens, my favorite Seattle brewery, uh, to get them in on a collab too, so that's kind of fun. And it just, because this beer is in such demand and so popular every year it comes out, it's like great, great advertisement for these small breweries because people know the general, the average consumer for sure knows Fort George. And probably look for this three-way every year. And this year, they're going to go, Ruse? What's Ruse? Hmm. And then they're going to go down to 17th and and Holgate, basically, a 99 area, and go try Ruse for the first time. And that's awesome. You can't can't say no to that. Absolutely. Although I feel like Ruse is kind of like there, like where you're talking more about the mass consumer. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the craft beer drinking world knows Ruse, just like they know Barrelic. But right. maybe this will introduce Ruse a little bit more to common beer drinkers like myself exactly yeah and so that's really awesome because ruse makes great beer um yeah some interesting things to discuss before we open these beers which is why i want to chat with you um i saw a picture today on the intranet 
of somebody saying, make sure to pour the whole can in the glass and showed three separate glasses with parts of it. And the first part was not that hazy. And then the second part was like, it was like two thirds full. The first glass second glass was like maybe a quarter full. And it was real kind of like yeasty murky looking. And then the third glass had maybe like an ounce or two in it and looked like just straight sediment. Whoa. So that's weird. The question is, it's like layered. The question is, how do we want to do this? These beers have been sitting in the fridge for over 24 hours now. Nice so and cold. So everything is settled. We have to pour the whole thing. Right, right. Well, I don't know if the whole thing is going to fit in these oh, stupid shaker pints. Probably not. But the question is, is do you want to see the progression or do you want to mix it up? Or we can do both. Like I can take mine and flip mine upside down gently to just kind of mix everything up and then pour it and you can pour yours straight the way it is or we can do whatever we should do half and half half and half yeah. okay so i will slowly rotating this upside down to get it kind of everything all kind of jimmied around back in there. jimmied around uh and by the way before we drink this i have not i've had multiple people tell me that they don't like this beer and they like three-way and they like mm -hmm. hazies. And to me, that's a big concern. One of the listeners of our podcast, who I is an, is an absolutely massive Fort George three-way fan, uh, texted me and said, I'm at, I, he was in Astoria for the event and went, I love Fort George and three-way. This is not good. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, if you're saying this. Yeah. So... And then we tried it on Saturday, and granted, we tried it. And what part of the can did we get? I have no idea. See? Because they they poured it into like four little taster glasses, or, mm -hmm. or eight taster glasses, so I don't know what we got. I just remembered thinking it wasn't very good. The two-thirds part that I saw that was, you know, not s super hazy looked good. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, do you want me to pour this two-thirds to see what it looks like? Sure. Is that is that what we're doing? Sure. As you as you turn yours upside down more. Let's see. And it could have just been a bad can, I suppose, but Oh god. Sorry. We're focusing on yep, our pour yep, at yep. the moment. Well, I poured mine. Do they look Yours is clearer than mine. Mine is much clearer yours than yours. Yours is much clearer than mine. See, this is just strange. I don't get it. I don't get it. How does uh, that I, happen? I don't know, but I did hear that all the different batches that they're going to do, sorry, small tangent, I think they usually do like three batches, are all going to be dry hopped with a different hop, and this one was dry hopped with Citra. Okay. Well, mine, I mean, it looks hazy, but mine looks way clearer than yours. Yeah, I. you can kind of see through yours, and you cannot see No, yours mine. is a solid juice bomb. Now, do you want me to sip it with this? Yeah, because okay. you're actually going to get the best flavor, probably. Now, this beer does smell great. It has a great smell. Which is strange because when we tasted it on Saturday, I thought it smelled like poo-poo. Did you? Yes. Oh, I didn't. I almost didn't take a sip. I thought the aroma was so rough. I don't remember that, but um, I like the smell at least that of, of the what I have right now. Yeah, I don't like that. Try mine. Try You're mine. You're right. I got the... It's not. It's not great. But it's way more IPA than hazy IPA. Oh yeah, yours is way better than mine. Yeah, mine just mine just feels muddled and yeah, and there's just something yeah. there's something dirty in it that I don't really like, and I don't know if it's yeast and suspension or what it is, but 
That's weird. So my, I actually think mine is pretty solid. I think yours is pretty <laughs> solid, too. I tasted it was like, hey, I kind of like this. So I poured half of a shaker pint into my shaker pint. Mm-hmm. And I got a clearer, basically, it's like half hazed kind of thing. It looks like a block 15 haze. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that that's catching on. Well, at least with me it is. Yeah, it's a block 15 it haze. It looks like a block 15 haze. Mm-hmm. And it smells good. Uh, gives you a pretty decent hop character off the top, and it tastes more like a West Coast IPA than a hazy IPA. Yeah, which is like like a juicy West Coast IPA. But Mike, I'm feeling your can, and your can is half full. I know. So I mean, like, what are we gonna do here? Are we gonna drink? Are we gonna, are we gonna buy a four pack of three way and just drink half? Half? <laughs> or if you like, I mean, if you like, don't hazy, shake it up. If you like hazies, of course you should try this. But be warned, we have heard from hazy people that this is not the best. We just experimented on the poor situation. Yeah, like that is alarming to me, and I'm not quite sure how that even happens. Well, and the sad the that- sad part is that the I don't know much about Cloudburst, but we trust for George and Ruse. Especially Ruse. Like, Sean and Devin, those guys are awesome. They're awesome, awesome people. And I have to preface that my dislike of this beer has nothing to do with the Ruse boys. That Those guys are family. I love those dudes. This beer just does not talk to me. Well, I don't understand, especially with the amount of an scrutiny that gets re- with this release, that comes with this release, how do you... Maybe it's not a mess up. Maybe it's something that it was a, it was an oversight. But how do you miss that it's settling in ways that doesn't make any sense yeah i don't i don't know you're not shaking the beer before you drink it duh right most people don't flip the can over five times to mix sediment in right sometimes you'll have to sometimes you'll see in bottles there'll be a little sitting on the bottom Mm -hmm. and that's not the end of the world and you can mix it in or you can leave it there it doesn't affect the beer too much but if i poured half of my can into this glass and basically got a block 15 solid hazy ipa yeah and you poured the entire thing in after mixing, and you got a juice bomb that has a weird taste in it. I don't understand what's happening. I don't either, and it's it it it's alarming. Um, this beer is usually like sometimes even blindly loved by people. It's just it's three way. Of course, I love it. Three ways great every year. You want another sip of this one? I do want another <laughs> sip of that one. Um, I want to finish it so I can pour the rest. Yeah, to see what yeah, it looks like. me too. Um, like, people will blindly just say, yeah, I love this beer. It's great. I don't know if even blindly you can just go with this. Well, and the problem... It depends on how you pour it, The I problem guess. is, is imagine sharing this with a friend, and you pour your half, and then you pour their half. A, if you look at it, you're going to go, why do we have different beers? Yep. And one is... It depends on what you like, obviously. It depends on your palate. One will like one better than the other. Remember we were talking about... Remember our quality assurance, our QA episode? And we were talking about, like consistency on the shelves and you want to see like your bottling line your your liquid line at the same on all your bottles because it looks you know you look more professional like this this comes across as amateur yeah you know and i really you know it's not i know that's the sad part i i'm just being honest and it breaks my heart to say this because you know fort george is one of the first craft breweries i ever got into right there with double mountain and fort george is me 10 years ago was double mountain fort george and georgetown uh, and then present day Patrick is in love, love, love with the Ruse Boys, um, this, and Wayfinder, <laughs> and and Wayfinder, yeah, and Berelik, and uh, these guys, uh, and this beer just it seems amateurish, and I don't know why. Um, gonna throw this out there. We've talked about this. We've kind of danced around it. Eventually, we'll have to 
hit the mother bear in the face with this episode, but we have to talk Hazy's. Mm -hmm. In some ways, I think the production of Hazy's can be considered, I don't know if amateur is the right word, but it, it could be rushed. Mm -hmm. Or it could be corner cutting. Yeah. Or there could just be things that you're doing that make it hazy that are less craft beery than we, we should expect. I'm going to pour the, the rest of this now, by the way, just so we see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, Another cool tidbit. Oh, I would actually drink that before you pour the rest. <laughs> that still looks good. <laughs> see, that looks the same. It looks the same. So I now have not even a quarter of the can left. No, there's probably three ounces in here left. And this looks... Basically, the Still maybe a good. little bit more lemonade-y in terms of the color. Like, I can't mm -hmm. see through it at all. Mm -hmm. I would, and that I, was only basically just under half of my shaker pint. I, I would drink that, and then we can pour the rest. And while you're drinking, I'll give some more tidbits. I found out that Cloudburst, this might be a little controversial. I don't know. Yeah, we're getting more into the hazy Are flavor we? on this one. And uh, Cloudburst is a brewery in Seattle, and Cloudburst was opened by one of the guys who's a former head brewer at Ele Elysian. Um... Elysian bought out, by the Elysian way. Elysian was bought, and he took his money from Elysian and opened Cloudburst. He is also, I, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he is also the guy who uh, wore the FU AB InBev on stage at GABF. He wore a t-shirt when Cloudburst won a medal that said F AB InBev and got a huge, but huge he, reaction. Well, he, did he sell or was he just part of the company? Part, which just okay. worked for the company, okay. which was a huge talking point at the time. There were a, a lot of crowd reaction to that and i think there were even some write-ups about it um they have their house yeast that they use for hazies which i was told and i could be wrong which i was told was is the house yeast in this beer i also know that that house yeast is purchased from elysian so there's a little kind of contradictory going on a little bit in there if you're gonna fab imbev uh stop buying things from them or stop getting things from them. Uh, and I wonder if that yeast, which you can't get, which only they have, um, is a factor into this beer. It could be, I suppose. Um, I, I know, obviously, I think all of you listeners out there know that we're a little ah, bit... still solid. Yeah, it's more hazy, but it's solid. We we are we are split in our opinion on the selling to big, big beer. Um, I think we prefer that you don't do that, but... I don't mind it as much as if you, if you want to make your money, go for it. And sometimes the beer isn't. Oof. Mine is rough. I just tasted it again. Sometimes the beer isn't affected that much. There are some Elysian beers. Uh, I'm going to forget the name of it, and I'm going to, you might know. What's the really strong IPA that they have? It's like 9 or 10%. That's common. Uh, I don't know. Space Dust? Yes. See, That's the only one I'm thinking of. I knew I knew you would be the one to help me I with used that. To drink, I used to drink a lot of I like Space Dust still. I, I've had it, and I enjoy it, and it does the job, and it's mm -hmm. good. Um, so even though they sold, I still think they can make a quality beer. They've done a Jasmine IPA, which I think is uh, I think is solid as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. That my wife has liked, too. Yep, and so. they, they do the Men's Room Red, which uh, a lot of people dig as a red, and they do like a thousand different pumpkin beers. Like I would say that they they, they kind of corner, yeah, kind of created and cornered the market on that. So uh, we dis we differ on that. Like I still will drink breweries that have sold to big beer because some sometimes they still make good beer. Mm -hmm. Like Ten Barrel still has uh, Whitney, who's at their Pearl District location. She mm -hmm. she still makes good beer, she even though they sold beer. sold out. Yeah. Um. So. You, you can still drink it and enjoy it, is what, is what I'm saying. I know you have yeah. a different opinion on it. I'm going to pour the end of this of this can here and see. Oh, look at the haze coming out already. Oh, my, oh my God. 
I can like see it. It is night and day different. It is hazier than mine. Yeah. It's like an opaque yellow. I'm not going to say what this looks like, but um, there's like there's like riddens in it of haze and yeast. I don't want to taste this. That's so crazy, Mike. It is so much. It's more yellow. And like the word I the word I keep going back to is opaque than mine, which was the like shaken. Excuse me. Shaken up version. I don't even want to try that because to me it, it looks literally like it's just going to be yeast and haze. Right? Right. I'm a little bit nervous. Should I try it? If you want to know what yeast and haze tastes like. Should I be like, ballsy? Yeah, why not? What's it going to do? It's not going to kill you. I don't know. <laughs> Might make you poop for days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. It tastes like really, tastes like, really concentrated hazy IPA like, orange juice. It's like proteins. Yeah. And the it's aftertaste, a touch is, chalky. the aftertaste is not good either. Yeah, it's like a bitter aftertaste, but not like a hot bitter. Like this food is gross bitter. So I realize this is the most critical of we've been of a beer of the week, and I think. But I think there's a lot of aspects. Well, I think that it's warranted. Yeah. I think it's warranted because it's one of the most popular beers in the state every single year. It's the most sought after release every single year. Uh, say what you want about it being hazy. If you if 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 you like hazy beer, you might like this beer. That's fine. But the fact that when you pour it. You get three different beers if you pour in three different glasses. That doesn't make any sense. And that's a really, really big concern. It's a huge concern. So just, if you can experiment this with yourself. Get a couple of pint glasses out, pour about a quarter, pour about a half, and then pour the rest of it in when there's about a quarter left and see what you get. Because every can is like this, apparently, unless you mix it up, which should not be the case with craft beer. But there's our beer of the week. It's going to be the beer of the month this this month, although it seems like it's, as, as far as from what you're saying, it's getting some criticism online outside of just us, which is maybe not nice to hear, but good to know that we're not out on an island with it. And uh, that's actually two straight hazies in a row for beer of the week, which is, I will intentionally next week break that trend. Well, we, well, we knew we were doing a hazy this week. We did yes. not know we were getting a hazy last week. No, I was duped. Thanks, Level. But um, next week, I will intentionally go as far away from the hazy style as humanly possible and uh, bring in Beer of the Week for next week. So that's going to do it for us. I need a Sierra, ne Sierra Nevada Pale Ale to wash this out. Whoa. We'll be back next week. Not 100% sure what we're planning yet. We might do our second tasting room, tasting room episode because that was really fun. We want to do the Oregon City episode. We're not sure when that's going to take place yet. We got we to gotta set oh, that yeah. up. And if you're doing an event next weekend, it might be tough. It's Portland Beer Week, too. It might be tough to do that. Uh, so that might be coming in a week or two. We do have a couple people who want to sit in with us and talk beer apps and then music and beer, which oh, we've been teasing for a while. We so. should do the beer app one. You want to do that? Yeah, that would be an easy one to, to fit in this week. Okay. And that's, that's fun. And I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast probably use those apps. That's likely next week, although that could obviously change if something else pops up. So all of that should be coming up soon. And we are kind of knocking on the door of our next style-based episode as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably in a couple of weeks. Mexican style lagers is the last one we did. Yeah, so. and if you have a style out there that you guys want to hear that we haven't done that yet. we haven't done that you want to hear us chat about, please let us know. Uh, so that's all coming up for the next month or so. Thank you so much for listening again. Wherever you find us, please rate and subscribe and review. Whatever you do helps us, and then download. Obviously, downloads are the most help. If you download even episodes you haven't listened to yet, if you get the little like cloud thing, just hit download for us. It helps, um, and we appreciate it. And again, let reach out to social media. Let us know about the beers you're drinking. Let us know what you're doing during Portland Beer Week. If you're doing things during that, and maybe we'll see you out of some of the events as well. So, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Deuces.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.